Remember Old Vegas where the golf courses were right outside your door? The Casablanca in Mesquite is just like Vegas used to be. Now at bookmesquitegolf.com, you can build your own room and golf getaway starting at $100. Mesquite Golf Packages draw golfers from all over the country to play on scenic and challenging courses. Stay in a deluxe tower room and choose from six golf courses, all within a six-minute drive from the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Build your own golf getaway at bookmesquitegolf.com. Choose from six unique and challenging courses for every golfer. Find the course to match your skill level. The Palms, Falcon Ridge, Conestoga, Oasis Palmer, Oasis Canyons, or Casablanca Golf Club. So pack your clubs and reserve a tee time. Go to bookmesquigolf.com and customize your perfect golf getaway at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Stay at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. It's just like Vegas used to be. And welcome to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, 96.9-94.9, The Drive. I'm your host, Coach Giambulla, and we had Monday Night Football, which we thought was going to be a great game. Started out with a 35-minute weather delay because of lightning in the area, um, which is kind of unusual for an indoor stadium. But uh, when they came out to play, Chargers were ready to play. Raiders weren't ready to play. So uh, it was an interesting first half where the Chargers ended up scoring 21 points. The Raiders scored nothing and really didn't do anything at all in that first half. And here are some of the overall statistics. Total net yards for the Raiders, 213, 380 for the Chargers. Penalties were seven apiece. Penalty yards were 58 and 105 for the Chargers. Time of possession, this is a big one. 25-18 for the Raiders for the whole game. 34-42 for the Chargers. Uh, Derek Carr, 21 for 34. 196, two touchdowns, one interception. Herbert, 25 for 38. 222 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, The running game really was not there for the Raiders. Uh, Jacobs had 13 attempts for 40 yards. Uh, his longest was 10. Uh, Derek Carr, three attempts for six. Uh, Drake, one for two. And Barber, one for zero. Uh, receiving, Ruggs had 50, 60 yards. Waller, 50. Renfro, 45. Jacobs, 17. Sneed, 15. Jones, five. And Edwards, four. So um, Raiders cannot continue to start out slow. And you'll hear this from John Gruden uh, when he, we play his post-game comments. But, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Raider fans were in the stands basically saying anywhere from 75 to 80% of the stadium were Raiders fans, which was great. But Raiders just did not perform. Um, came back in the third quarter and played really well, scored 14 points, and were making a move to Score in the fourth quarter, missed a long 52-yard field goal, and then had an interception. So, 28-14, Las Vegas Raiders have a short week to get ready now for the Bears, coming into Allegiant Stadium. And we will see there are a bunch of guys got banged up. 
So uh, we're going to bring you John Gruden's press conference right now, his post-game press conference, and this is courtesy of the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay, I'll be happy to answer any questions I can. Big week. Um, yeah, you know we're uh, we're gonna list him as questionable. We'll run him around game day and see how he feels. We are still getting Peyton Barber the reps that he needs to learn our offense. He just got here. We're working Jalen Richard back. He hasn't practiced since the first part of August, and we're working Jacobs back in. So uh, I would think right now he's very questionable, and we'll let you, let's have to let you know on, on Monday night. How critical is it to get that run game going in this game because the Chargers? We just want to win. You know, if, it, if we have to throw it, we'll throw it. We do want to run. We're trying. We'll continue to try, but um, we want to win the game. And we got the running game going a little bit last week. We certainly uh, know how hard it is to do in this league. And um, we, we got to do it the old-fashioned way. We don't run a lot of zone reads. And you know, our quarterback is, is a guy that we're counting on to throw it from the pocket, not run from the pocket a lot. So we got to do it the old-fashioned way. We got to do better. When playing a division opponent on Monday night, is there a, a different level of preparation just because you have that extra day? And you yeah, you know, we, uh, we're having a hard time with this one, honestly, because they have a new staff. You know, you end up watching more Ram tape than you do Charger tape. You end up watching New Orleans Saints tape to see where the origins of some of these plays are coming from. So it'll be a challenge for us. They're a mystery. They're a very talented, well-coached team. But it'll be a mystery. It'll be a tough game for us. That's good. Okay. Thanks, Will. Thank thanks for helping me. Uh, help, Will helps me with my exit strategy every day. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's it. Have a good weekend, guys. <coughs> that was Coach John Gruden with his post-game comments. Uh, really serious concern with a bunch of injuries that they sustained during the game. And another thing that, uh, another interesting statistic, Raiders, Derek Carr was sacked four times. He had four, 17 hurries. So 21 of the plays were, four were sacks, 17 were hurries. Uh, so the offense and offensive line has to do a much better job of trying to get everything together. Now, we understand it's piecemealed offensive line. Um, got some people that are out, and uh, we'll see how the Raiders can adapt to that, getting ready for the Bears game. So you're listening to the Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. In 1925, Modelo began brewing beer for those who believe in better. A model beer, steeped in the tradition of tireless effort. A rich, Pilsner-style lager for those who wear their heart and heritage on their rolled-up sleeve. Since our first batch to every bottle raised today, we've proved that it doesn't matter where you come from. It matters what you're made of. Modelo Especial, food for those with a fighting spirit. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. If money was no object and you and a friend could get away to a beautiful nearby resort for a 24-hour stay that includes a world-class spa treatment, would you do it? Now, what if I tell you $99 is all you need for that same scenario and the resort is the fabulous Casablanca in beautiful Mesquite, Nevada? You'll be rejuvenated inside their spa and salon with a Swedish massage, European facial, or pumpkin pedicure of your choice. 
Oh yeah. Casablanca Resort's $99 room and spa getaway. You can get away from your stress and start to refresh in less than an hour's drive. And when you come, enjoy our delicious dining, nightly entertainment, championship golf courses, and famous weekend brunch buffet. Book your $99 room and spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Must be 21 years or older. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite. It's just like Vegas used to be. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And we're going to continue with our Raiders update from last night's loss to the Los Angeles Chargers 28-14. We've got Derek Carr's post-game comments. Uh, had some good things to say. Took a lot of responsibility. So here's Derek Carr, courtesy of the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, he just he's a good decision maker that's what usually the better quarterbacks in this league do is make good decisions um and uh he's i've always thought he's a really good player and um you know, he's growing he's still young and he's still learning um he still has throws he wishes he had back like any young you know any quarterback you know but uh that's football but yeah i think it, the future is real bright for him you guys are driving to tie the game. There's a second and five run and a third and three sack. What yep. did you see in those two plays? Yeah, the, uh, I can't remember the actual call on the run, but I remember the play. Um, but then the the pass where there was a sack, they uh, honestly, Waller was running so fast that he left his guy in the window for Renfro. And uh, couldn't I couldn't throw it. The dude was there. So I went to Waller. And by the time I was going through my progression, I tried to scramble. They did a stunt, tried to spin out of it, and then... It was too late, but that's just what happened. What's it like to take your first loss of the year after three really good, dramatic, exciting Yeah, I mean, it's better now than later, you know. Um, I think, if anything, you know, this hopefully wakes us up a little bit. Um, I think we needed to start a lot faster, if I'm honest. We started the season great, um, but we don't start games nearly good enough yet, and uh, I think that's something that we need to be better at. But... Uh, you never want to lose, but it's hard to win in this league. Um, but we'll see him again. Okay. The discussion has been a little bit about the, uh, the slow starts, but at the end of the games, you said as long as you win, it doesn't matter how yeah. it happens. But was there a feeling in those games that you were kind of playing with fire and that kind of led to a game like this? I don't know. Um, yeah, I, each game is different. It's different schemes, different plays, different outcomes. Um, for me, uh, this whole time, I thought we were going to win the game. You know, I, you know, we there was some stuff that we hadn't even got to yet. You know, in the first half, where I'm like, man, I can't wait for that play, or that play, that play. You know, there was some stuff I could. It's just how the flow of the game was. You know, just weird, just different. Um, but you gotta give them credit, man. They did. Their defense coaches, their their players played extremely hard. They did a great job. And I don't want, I don't make it all about us, but I, that's football. You know, you always make it all about you. You know, it's. Man, what can we do better? So we'll take a look at that. Uh, but playing with fire and all that, like I'm not even, not in a bad way. Like I can't help you write that in my head because it's it's just different every game. You know what I mean? It's just different. But but we haven't started out fast in every game, so 
it have, it's something we definitely need to look at. What's the biggest obstacle you guys think you need to overcome if you want to keep winning games and make it through the whole season? Yeah, um, you got to be consistent. Um, going to a hostile place, I thought we went into Pittsburgh and I felt like we were more ready to play at the beginning of the game against Pittsburgh. Um, came here, wasn't really a hostile place, it was more of a home game, you know, um, like we thought it would be. And uh, I think for us to just keep going forward, we just need to be consistent. We need to come out. We can't have, you know, any big guys or anything like that, man. We just play football. And um, we got some moving parts that, you know, we're trying to help everyone as a unit go forward. And the expectation never changes. The expectation is to win every game. And uh, we didn't do that today. And uh, it's all my fault. Dirk is the captain. Is there anything you can put your finger on as to why there is a slow start, or is that something you're just going to have to dig and work on? Yeah, there's some things that just respectfully, privately, I'll share, you know. Um, but, yeah, absolutely, there is. Um, you know, and I'll do that privately. It's nothing I need to do at a microphone. Uh, you know, that's not that's not my style. But, but yeah. How did the weather delay impact you guys as a team? Uh, I mean, it's just a different start. You know, like we were – like mentally, I thought we were ready to go coming out, um, but I can't speak for everybody. Like for for me, it was just I do the same thing regardless. Ten minutes before we go out, and then when we hit the field. So, like I I, I try and be, you know, in my eight years, I've gained a, a process of things of how I do things every week. And for me, it didn't really change anything except when we came out. They're just like, yeah, go back in. You know, I, I haven't had. I think a weather delay since my rookie year in the preseason. You know, that was, that was different, especially with a roof. How much uh, pressure did you feel under from their defensive front? Well, same as every game. Um, I mean, it's the NFL. The pass rushes are different than college. Um, but uh, I think they had a few sacks. They had some good plays, just like some other teams have had some good plays, a few sacks. Um, but, you know, I think that we, once we settled down a little bit and just communicated, I thought we were able to move the ball, and that stuff, that stuff has a way of working itself out. Absolutely, it's hard. You know, if you ever go to you know a training camp and watch one-on-one pass rush, it's that's a tough drill for an offensive lineman. You know, that's that's not easy when the best athletes in the world know it's a pass. You know, it, it makes it hard. But um, I thought that we had spurts where we ran it well, and it helped our you know, our O line, some play action stuff, and things like that. But um, you know, we can we have ways of helping those guys out. We have ways of of doing some things and uh, making it a little bit easier on them. But um, you know, you never want to you know just take away from what they did. You know, I don't want to take away from what they did. But uh, that their D line did a great job, and uh, we we got to be better this week because you know we got the Bears coming coming to town. They're pretty good up front too. Yeah, what are you talking about you? Were, uh... I know you're passionate about Raider Nation and talk about that a lot. Yeah. It was a big Monday night, you know, dun 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 dun, all that, and all the, the fans that were here. Is that like, like, look extra disappointing to you to, with all of them that showed up here? Absolutely. I mean, I'm a Raider fan, even though I play for the team. You know, like you know, I I want to see us win every time. So um, any any loss is disappointing. This one hurts um, a little bit extra, um, but they can they can blame me. They can put it all on me, and you know, you know, if they want to. Chan MVP when I come running out, then they can get mad at me for this one. You mentioned what the Chargers defense was doing. Were they doing anything with Darren as far as the coverage? Was it hard to find him at times? Or? I don't. I, I, not necessarily. There was a there was an early third down where 
he was wide open. I was going to throw it to him, you know, and he honestly, I don't know what he ended with, 50, 60 yards, something like that. He probably would have got another 30, 40 out of that, you know, and, you know, it would have been a different feeling, I guess, for him. So, uh, you know, I, I think it was the one when Bosa hit the ball as I was throwing it, but that I mean, they had no one on him. And so that, that was a big one. Um, there was another one later in the game uh, where uh, I ended up throwing it, I think, I can't remember who ran the route, but uh, to the under route, and uh, I couldn't see Darren. I mean, he, they, they dropped him again, you know, and I, after I threw it, the, the D-line moved, and then I could see it. I was like, you know, there's another, you know, huge play for him. So I'm fully confident in what we're doing, um, fully confident in what he's able to do and what Coach is able to do to get him open. Um, it just didn't we, – we just didn't connect on those two. Were you, uh, were you under duress more in this game than the previous three? I mean, I, I don't think so. You know, I, I thought it was the same. Um, you know, I, I think that our offensive line is battling. They're doing a great job. Um, you know, we're still able to throw the heck out of the ball. And when you throw, the, throw it a lot or, you know, try and throw deep shots and take shots and all that kind of stuff, sacks and all that, pressures are going to happen. It's the NFL. Um, but um, I, I, I don't think that it was – if I'm honest, it didn't feel any different from uh, from my standpoint. What do you think about Hunter spotting that fake punt? Yeah, I thought that was an amazing play. You know, even if the guy caught it, he was short. You know, um, and that just shows you what kind of football player he is. I think he's one of the best, you know, just football players in the NFL. And um, you know, I think he's a special special talent. And for him to make that play is, you know. You go win that game, you go look back at that play, you know, like, wow, what a play, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, I, I was very impressed by that. That touchdown pass to uh, Waller, was that basically uh, giving him a shot to make a play, throwing the, the ball when the, you know, the back had it back to you and giving him a chance to go up and get that? Yeah, he was, the, he was the fourth option on that. I was going through my progression. They doubled Hunter. Uh, we had a couple back lines. Um, that as I was looking, I started to feel Waller one-on-one -on -one breaking out. And uh, when that guy's defenders, you know, goes back to me, I can I can give Waller a chance to go up and make a play. Same thing I try to do on the interception, especially down two scores. I'm trying to force balls and hate hate to be in that situation. But same thing, I'm trying to force it and Derwin got his head around, you know. Um, and, and the other one, I, I was able to throw it and Waller went up and got it, you know. So it's a fine line with that kind of stuff. But in the situation that we're in, Whenever you get that chance with the back to you, you always try and take a chance. You know, you always, if you can, if you can see it, you always want to take that chance. But uh, you know, the the touchdown to him, I thought was a, a heck of a catch. I mean, he took it, snatched it away. Great fundamentals. Um, it was really impressive. You guys all set? One last one. I'll be the glass half full guy. Um, uh, Henry Ruggs being a really reliable deep threat. Yeah. Seems like game after game after game, and yeah. tonight again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's proven it throughout the offseason and training camp. Uh, he's worked really hard, not only physically, uh, his mentality I've talked about a lot coming in this, this season. Um, but, yeah, I, he comes up to me and talks to me during games. He's like, hey, if we get this look and I can come show him. I mean, I literally come and sh showed, you know, I showed him something during the game. I was like, hey, I'm going to hit you on this later. He was no problem. And he was there and we hit a big play, you know. And uh, it's just really, really impressive. It's really fun to have. Um, but with all that said, I need to go get some sleep. We got a we got a short week. <laughs> Good, thanks. Welcome to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, and we've got a great guest, Lester Smith, and he's got an event, and this is a heck of an event. So, Lester, welcome to the show, first of all, and let hey, our man, it's my pleasure. Let our pleasure. listeners know about this awesome event, man. This is awesome. 
Well, this is a Walter Payton uh, celebrity scholarship uh, event, and it's going to be at South Shore on October the 11th. It's the 21st uh, event that he's done, and to date, they have given away 97 scholarships, man. That's awesome. And we're trying to make it 100 this year. Okay, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So, is, first of all, South Shore, for people that don't know, that's the private golf club out at Lake Las Vegas. There's two golf courses out there. Uh, South South Shore is the private country club, basically, um, out there. And the other course is Reflection Bay, which is a public course. Yeah, so I, I've been on both of them. Um, it's a great course. Uh, unbelievable views. Some some of the houses that you'll see when you're on the course. You know, you've got some really big time celebs that live out there. Um, Celine Dion has a house out there. Um, there are some other people. The Jacksons. Yes. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, the Jacksons are out there. Yeah. 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 So so let our listeners know who 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 you have coming in. You've got some great hey, man. great uh, people. Hey, uh, oh man, the, we got a plethora of guys that are coming, man. And guys are calling and confirming every day. We have Mark Rippin, you know, uh, yep. quarterback for was uh, for the Redskins at the time, Washington team. Now he was a Super Bowl winner and an MVP quarterback. Uh, we've got Willie Gull from the Bears. We've got Otis uh, Wilson from the Bears. And we're waiting on about five other Bears now. They're trying to work out their flight. So sure. we'll have quite a few guys that Walter actually played with. That's why we decided to move it. Uh, initially, it was in August, but we moved it to the day that the Bears uh, play the Raiders. Right. So all the guys are going to be in town. Yeah, and that date is October. Uh, the event will be they held October 11th. Yes. Yes, and we'll have a watch party uh, for everybody that signs up and that's a part of the golfing event. We're going to have a watch party at the hotel, and it's in the ballroom. So that'll be with a big screen TV, open bar, and food throughout the entire game. That's where all of the athletes who are going to participate in the tournament will be located, and they'll be signing autographs and doing interviews. You guys will be there uh, uh, doing interviews as well. And so that'll be that Sunday. And then, of course, Monday is the game. Right. Now, if you're interested in having a foursome, tell people what they need to do for a foursome. Man, it's the easiest thing in the world. If you want to be a sponsor or a foursome uh, participant, or if you actually just want to come and view it, all you have to do is go to www.WalterPayton34.com. Again, that's www.WalterPayton34, which was Walter's number, .com. It's that simple. All the information is there. Yeah, foursomes are $2,500. And your foursome will consist of three players and one celebrity player. That is correct. So you could play potentially play with uh, Hall of Famer John Rando, Willie Galt, uh, uh, you know, uh, Ray Leonard, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard Jr.'s son is coming. Uh, you know, Don King's son is coming, Carl King. They're going to bring in a couple of boxes with him. Uh, I can go through a list of guys that have confirmed. I mean, it's just, it's a stellar list, man. It, you know, and then we'll, we're going to list that on the site, uh, okay. as we get a little bit closer. But because it's a private event and I mean, the, the course is private. You have to be pre-registered. You can't not just show up. At yes. The you yes. won't be allowed in. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now you'll have some, you'll have some auction items too, correct? Oh, absolutely, man. We got some stuff that Walter that you've probably never seen, you know, that he had. Yeah, we'll have footballs. We'll have helmets. We'll have jerseys. Uh, they, we are also giving away two cars. Chapman Dodge is, is sponsoring us for two car giveaways for a hole in the one. We're doing the closest to the uh, fin 
and that's going to be a trip to Cancun. We have uh, the winners of golf uh, clubs. There's just a ton of stuff, and all of that stuff is on the site, and you can see it. Okay. And the other thing is you've got Bob Golick actually coming into town today, correct? Man, Bob is in the air as we speak, and so <laughs> he will be landing. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna, yeah, so Bob, man, Bob is uh, one of the greatest guys ever, man. I mean, and, and, you know, I've been sure you probably know he was, you know, his, his playing career at uh, when he was with Cleveland and then uh, the Raiders. So Bob will be at the Rampart tomorrow, beginning at 4 o'clock, right in front of the sports book, signing autographs. Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, Bob is, uh, like, one of the most down-to-earth guys uh, that I've met that's an NFL player. He's just really – Absolutely. I mean, you, Absolutely. you 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 would never know that he's, you know, this NFL great player, played for the Raiders, played for the Browns, um, TV star. He's been on TV. Oh, with I was going to say, I was just going <laughs> to add that. I was saying, a lot of people don't know that goalie can win, though. That's, that was, you know, his thing. But he's on national radio right now in, in Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he also would. Uh, he was on the uh, Save the Bell uh, television series. No. No. Wow. Well, that's see, that's news. See, you always. That's why it's good to listen to your show. You <laughs> learn something. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. He. Uh, he did. He did some stuff uh, when he was in L.A. Um, when the Raiders were there. Uh, he got put on uh, the show. So uh, it's a. It's kind of a funny story. I've had him tell me the story in person and on the air about that. So um, a lot of people, wow. a lot of people only recognize him from that show. They, they don't recognize him really? as a football wow. player. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So we've been, we, right. yes. So we've been talking with Lester Smith in Walter Payton celebrity golf classic at the South shore golf course. And it, if you're interested again, go to www.walterpayton.com. 34.com for all the information you need. If you want to sign up, even, even if you want to be a spectator, you need to sign up, get some tickets. It's going to be a great event. And Lester, we really appreciate you letting our listeners know about this. Nah, man, it was an absolute pressure. And then, you know, and it's all in support of raising money to give scholarships away to these kids, man. So this is what Walter's passion was. His brother, Eddie, is carrying this legacy on, and that's what we're doing. So it's that's what it's about. Yes. It's about helping others, and that's the purpose of this whole thing. Well, Lester, we thank you again. So, uh, yeah, if you're interested, www.walterpayton34.com. Bob, quick, the neighbors, there they go again. Jeez, it's like clockwork. Every weekend, he grabs his clubs, she grabs a duffel, and they're gone for the night. And when they come back, they look so relaxed and happy. Where do you think they go? Well, they're not rich, so it must be affordable. Maybe some kind of marriage retreat? Oh, right, with golf clubs? And she looks so refreshed. We could use some of whatever it is. Go ask them when they get back. Well, they're back, and you won't believe it. Surprise me. They've been going to Casablanca Resort in Mesquite on that $99 room and golf getaway. Sometimes they go for the $99 room and spa getaway. They love it. Hey, we could afford $99, and it's only a little more than an hour's drive. Let's treat ourselves. Book your $99 room and golf or spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. Hey, 
and welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And we're getting ready for hoops. UNLV had the first practice open to the media uh, the other day. Kevin Kruger, the new coach, you've got a whole new staff. Uh, you've got two returning players with um, Marvin Coleman and Bryce Hamilton. And you've got nine transfers uh, that Kevin Kruger was able to use the porter portal the recruiting portal, and get some players there. And there are some players from some Power 5 schools uh, that have decided to come. And uh, here is Kevin Kruger on the first day of practice, along with uh, Bryce Hamilton. And this is courtesy of UNLV and the Reb Zone. Rebels are back. It's a brand new squad this season. New coaches, new players, new everything. We'll hear from Coach Kruger and the team after holding their first practice this week. You're watching the Reb Zone Sports Show on Fox 5. Are we traded already? What's up, defense? I like defense. We're going offense first, though. We got offense first right here. You want to go on defense? Okay. <laughs> I thought so. New squad, new coach, new season. It's go time. Practice number one is in the books this week as the running Rebels are welcoming a few familiar faces back and nine transfers to UNLV, four from Power 5 schools. Will the running Rebels look like a Power 5 team this season? Well, I mean, I've always felt, you know, UNLV is a Power 5 program. Uh, you know, just in terms of uh, ability and, and resources, and, and I, I, but to that point, yeah, I, I think so. You know, obviously Royce and, and Vic coming from Oklahoma and Texas and Donovan, of course, coming from that Power 5 level, as you mentioned, but uh, that was another thing we kind of looked for in the portal. It's kind of older, mature guys that have been through the wars, and, and the fact that they just happened to come from the Big 12 was, was just kind of just a happenstance. Big Ten, ACC, wouldn't really matter to us. But no, we, lo we love the group. I think they're, they're high energy, high competitive level, and, and that's uh, that's what we're going for. And the Renan Rebels are excited to welcome back their leading scorer, Bryce Hamilton, who declared for the NBA draft this offseason and entered the NCAA transfer portal, but ultimately decided to come back to UNLV because of Coach Kruger. We got a great relationship, you know, that's my guy, uh, even when he was an assistant coach, you know, we always had a close relationship, so, you know, coming back here would have been, it was a, a better transition, you know, come to any other school, and, you know, I'm happy that I made that decision. And Hamilton is happy to be back with his guy, Marvin Coleman, who tells us how his recovery went this year after suffering a season-ending stress fracture in his right leg back in January. It was long. I mean, I mean, it wasn't too bad. I got I got back on my feet within weeks, and then you know Brian, our athletic trainer, he was doing a lot to you know get me back moving, getting the blood flow out of there and stuff like that. So just getting the strength back in my legs is the main thing, and then getting back to the court, running up and down was just the next process. Hey, hey, good to see the running Rebels back in action. Basketball season is right around the corner. UNLV will begin their 2021 schedule on Wednesday, November 10th, opening up to Gardner-Webb at home. The Rebels will actually play the entire month of November in Vegas. UNLV will take on Michigan in the Roman main event at T-Mobile Arena and also face Arizona or Wichita State. UNLV will also face UCLA and SMU before beginning conference play. That non-conference, y'all, is 
is no joke. Conference play for the Runnin' Rebels will begin with SDSU at home on New Year's. That will be an exciting matchup to start the new year. And then we dive into it. Nine new faces on this team. Marvin and Bryce saying the talent on this team is next level as the Rebels will debut two forwards from Texas, a forward from Oklahoma, and a guard from West Virginia. I know I said this at the beginning of the show, but I'm excited for this cooler weather because when it gets colder in Las Vegas, that just means we're getting closer to basketball season. It's almost here. Pretty soon I will be living at UNLV, going to football practice and running Rebels games. It's really the best time of the year. Maybe I should stop paying rent and start living at the Thomas and Mac. All right, UNLV has a bye week, but that doesn't mean we hit the pause button. I have a few fun features up my sleeve. I I can't wait to show y'all. Stay tuned for next Sunday. I'll see you guys then. Have a great week, guys. Enjoy the bye week. We'll be here next weekend. So UNLV basketball will start off on November 10th uh, playing Gardner-Webb at home in the Thomas and Mack Center. And then the 13th, uh, California. These times are to be determined yet. Uh, again, on the Thomas and Mack Center. And then the 15th, North Dakota State. And then the Roman main event is Michigan. Big game for UNLV. That will be Friday the 19th. That is at T-Mobile Arena and will be broadcast on ESPN. And then the 21st, they will play either Arizona or Wichita State. Again, at the T-Mobile Center with the uh, Roman main event tournament there. Uh, then the 24th, they will play Whittier College at the Thomas and Mack. The 27th, November 27th, big day. UCLA at the Thomas and Mack Center. Again, times have been, not been decided when they're going to play yet. And then uh, December 1, on the road at SMU. Um, then December 4th at San Francisco. Uh, December 8th, they will play Seattle. And they're going to play that game at the Michelob Ultra Arena at Mandalay Bay. And in Hartford... Uh, on the 11th, and again at the Michelob Ultra Arena in Mandalay Bay. That's where the Aces play. Um, the 15th would be Omaha at the Thomas and Mack Center. The 22nd will be San Diego. And then they will start Mountain West play on January 1st at home against Powerhouse San Diego State. And we'll get an idea real quick on how good these running Rebels will be. You're listening to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by the Castle Blanket Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada.